Hello everybody, we're going live for uh, Tuesday Talks and today we have an amazing entrepreneur uh, called Eileen McDonald. Uh, she is a intuitive breakthrough and performance coach uh, working with your mindset and getting you unstuck, uh, I would say as well, right? Uh, it, let's get um, Eileen on and get to hear her journey. Hi, Aline. How are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you very much awesome. for uh, coming on Tuesday Talks. Um, I've done a short introduction for you already, uh, but you know, you're the best person to expand on to that. And so let us know who you are, what you do. And the biggest question of all is, you know, why do you do it, Aileen? Oh my gosh. So thank you so much for the intro. Yes, I'm a breakthrough and I'm an intuitive breakthrough and performance coach. And the reason why I do it is because I love to witness the wins. I'm going to be honest, that's my biggest payoff is simply witnessing close up these amazing things that happen in people's lives. That truly is a huge gift for me. So that's why I do it. Wow. Um, so taking us into you in, into this journey of, uh, you know, uh, how did this came about? And what, what put you on this journey to to see all this? Well, it ha since 20, 2006, I've been on a personal development journey. And I had been looking for something that really resonated with me for years before that. So just a very quick um, intro, I guess. I grew up in a violent alcoholic home, so I didn't understand the nuanced behaviors and the coping mechanism and things that were involved when you grew up in a home like that. So I had searched for a long time. I would read different books, get one, two, three chapters in and realize that that wasn't something that resonated with me, that you know there, there had to be something else that could help me. And then when I found a book that was for adult children of alcoholics, I was like, oh my goodness, this is, this is exactly who I am. These are the patterns that I've been running. So I became really um, curious about the kinds of mental patterns that happen with people. So I started coaching in 2012 and I dabbled and got involved with different industries. And what I found that I really loved is the transformational coaching aspect and really walking with someone through their breakthrough, right from them understanding why they think the way that they think, how that pattern was created, because from that awareness can come that next level of growth and be like, oh my gosh, okay, so my brain is attempting to run this pattern again. And how do I switch it out? How do I, how do I change this pattern? And then helping them, supporting them while they're implementing new habits to create new thought patterns. Because once you change your thoughts, you change your results. So, but it takes a bit of programming to do that. So that's, that's something that I have studied for years. And it's something that I coach with. And my clients have incredible results because they see the results of the way that they think and how they feel about themselves. So typically they've gone from thinking, I'm not worthy. I am, I'm, I'm, I, I can't do it. So-and-so is so much better than I am. 
and they get to a point where they really have blinders on and they're owning who they are and they're stepping into their power. So to witness that transformation is a huge blessing for me. I, I, I love this. Uh, and, and, and I love the, the part of you, obviously, where, you, you know, this transformation is, is happening. Uh, so uh, the question that was coming up to my mind was, you know, so how would now people recognize that they are in a pattern which is obviously not doing them good? Uh, and how would somebody would now recognize that pattern that, okay, I need to do something? Well, if, if you keep trying to get different results and you're ending up in the same place. I remember that when I would run my patterns and, it was, and it's totally unconscious, we aren't choosing to get the same results. We do have you know, commitment and we're putting in effort, but we don't understand those subconscious thoughts that are happening. So the thoughts like, I'm not enough. What, so if you notice that you keep thinking the same things or you listen to your thoughts of, I can't do this, I don't know what I'm doing. If you catch yourself saying, I don't know how, I, you know, it's, um, I've never done this before. I don't think it'll work. If you have doubt about it, then you know that you are in a prime place to be able to change that. Because once you get to the point of understanding and knowing what your thoughts are telling you, then you're in power to be able to make those changes. That's, that's that actually, Yeah, that, that's amazing. Uh, because uh, so it's, it's a case of every time you're, you're feeling that uh, you are, uh, you know, as you said, coming back to the same result every time when you're trying to do, trying to get a different result. Uh, a lot of time, a lot of people still don't recognize uh, the pattern. They are, why they're getting the same results, and they they're happy with it. You know, uh, the the best phrase that goes around that I've come to hear people say a lot. You know, this is life. Uh, I I try to disagree with that every time. Like, well, this is not life. Uh, I know. Yeah, life is what you make of it and what you create out of it. Uh, and that, you know, um, so that kind that phrase just came into mind when when you were saying, you know, you're trying to do trying to get different results uh, and, and you still come back to the same results uh, that is due to the pattern. Uh, and that's amazing the way you just answered that is, is to recognize those behaviors which are maybe stopping us to get uh, onto the new behaviors in terms of like, let's say uh, I, I love driving, but I always take the same route for every places that I've been so far. If I need to now change my direction, I'm like, no, I'm not, not, not really want to go that way. Even though I know I might explore better ways and, you know, it's, it's a nice sunny day so I can enjoy the music and sun. Um, but I will still take the same route, even though I know there's traffic down the line, which will delay me five minutes. Uh, and just turning right or left would have saved me maybe three minutes or so. But, uh, and, and so that's where you recognize in those behaviors. I mean, I've, I've used a very basic example here, but I'm sure you might have uh, something better that you can share, uh, which can be more relatable as well with what your client's been doing. Well, I think that is a, a perfect example, actually, because when we're driving, you ever notice that you get to your destination, let's say you work out of your, you know, away from home, and you, you drive into the office and you drive home, you don't remember much of the drive. Well, the reason is, is because that's almost your, well, that's your, your, your subconscious mind that kind of takes over, right? And we are in this hypnotic rhythm of life. 
So what the brain is really a pattern seeker because it wants to find the most efficient pattern to take to close the loop. So that's why we, we, in order for us to get from A to B, we typically take the shortest distance without very much variation. And when we try to vary something, the GPS is like, well, wait a second, we, you know, hold on a second, where, where, where are we going? I don't understand. Nothing like this looks familiar. So when we are attempting to change things, taking a different route and creating a deeper awareness for yourself is super powerful because having that new awareness of where you are, it allows you to get out of the assumptions that you're making every single day. So working with my coach, he asks me, what assumptions do you make? And we make them all day long about people, about situations, about our fears, about our limitations, about ourselves. And because of all of these assumptions that are really based on our conditioning, right? Our community, our, the, the, the house that we grew up in, whatever. Whatever we assume we're going to continue with because the brain, like I said, is super efficient at finding the pattern that works and closing the loop. So as we tweak things, a lot of times it's not even about tweaking a lot. It's just about making a tiny shift and it changes your trajectory to go in a completely different direction than you would have before. So I love your analogy of driving in the car because taking the different route changes the entire scenery even if you're trying to get to the same destination. So, so many people try to employ the same plan and they keep getting the same result. Well, here's the thing. Maybe it's not the plan that needs to change. Maybe it just needs to be tweaked. But the biggest thing that you get to change and implement new habits with is the way that you think. I, I love this, actually. That, and that's amazing. And all, you, you shared right at the end where, where when, you know, a slight change in, in the trajectory will change the whole whole view, but still will get you, uh, you know, a different, now, now we'll get a different result. Uh, and it's just, you know, uh, it's, it's amazing that you have to just do a little change, but you have to do, so this is also the question now here is, so it's consistency, right? So when you are doing that change, it's, uh, I, I believe in consistency that will now get the brain to understand that, okay, this is the new pattern. Let me just put it all together and let it be, uh, you know, and get this person in this pattern to continue understanding it. Uh, yeah, it's a bit uncomfortable at the beginning because it's a new place, uh, it's new scenery, uh, you know, all these things. But then you are able to, then your your brain is adjusted. You're like, okay, this is this is this is great. This also reminds me. Of, I'm, 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 I love you know very basic analogies. So I'm, I'm thinking of you know it's always very easy to come back home than to go to a, a, a place that you've never been. Or let's say, you know, you, you're, I, I love that because when you go on holidays, right, and you go on any, any new place that you're going to, you, you're, your brain is like, oh, well, that's took too long to get to place, right? Let's say, I don't know, you go to a beach or a shopping center or whatever that is from your hotel or resort. But then when you're coming back, you are literally there in minutes, so to speak, right? And you're like, well, the journey back was so quick. And it's just because the brain had put together the pattern already and it knows now that this is the way back. Uh, you're heading back home and it just shortens that journey of not, not looking at what's happening at that time when you're feeling that it was far away, that time your brain was pretty much just registering everything 
and maybe cataloging it. Say, okay, new place, new place, new place. What's happening here? Uh, what are you doing, Zishan? And then on the way back, oh, I remember this. I remember this. I know this. I know this. Oh, you're on the same route back. And hence the new pattern is created. And if I do that continuously, one day the brain will go, well, this is your pattern now. So this is your new comfort zone, so to speak. So you're breaking that comfort zone to create a new comfort zone. Uh, and then you have to carry, continue that every time, right? Yeah. So what happens is that when we're on our way home as well, think about it. We are expecting that we are going to arrive home. We know what everything looks like. Whereas when we are on our way to somewhere where we've never been, it's that anticipation. It's the unknowing. So the brain is taking in so much stimuli. So imagine our brain takes up the most energy, right? So when we are processing, that's why things feel long. That's why we feel tired. Whereas a four hour trip to come back home feels like a couple of hours because we know exactly what to expect. The brain isn't processing that much, right? I love so, that. Yeah. yeah so, um, and so as you start to create new habits in your life, it's the same thing. And I don't know if you've ever read the book by James Clear. I'm studying the book right now. It's called Atomic Habits. And because so you see, you, you brought up such a great word and that is consistency. And most people that I work with really struggle with consistency. I used to struggle with consistency as well. And I still struggle with consistency in some areas of my life. I've mastered it in some areas and I could use improvement in other areas. And so, which is great because we always keep learning. We always keep growing. So one of the main things that people struggle with with consistency is creating that habit. And so something that you just mentioned, which brought up something that I could share that I learned about is that habit stacking increases your chances of success in creating a new habit. So for instance, I was listening to Grant Cardone. Um, I just went away for business. I was coming back home and I was listening to the book, Be Obsessed or Be Average. And he was talking about how what he does every single day and he writes down his goals and writing down your goals is an incredible practice. It's also a practice that most people are not used to. So they would just forget about it, whether it's releasing a certain amount of weight, whether it's earning a certain amount of income, whether it's saving up for a vacation, whether it's, you know, getting a law degree, whatever it is they forget, they don't write their goals down. Most people don't write their goals down. So let's say you wanted to create a habit of writing your goals down, which increases the chances that you will succeed at them. Um, you would attach it to a habit that you're already doing. And it's so interesting because I started to implement this and it works like a hot damn. I love it. So let's say after I get my cup of coffee, I also fill my water bottle. So this way I'm drinking water before I drink my coffee, which kickstarts your body, it kickstarts your metabolism. I don't know that much about everything that water does first thing in the morning. It's something my health coach told me to do. So that's what I do. So it's stacking it with something that you're already doing. So while you're making coffee, what else could you do? While you're doing your meditation, what after your meditation could you do? And that would greatly increase your chances of getting consistent with a new habit that you want to incorporate. I, I love this. I, and this, this, is, this is so great in terms of like stacking habits. Uh, 
And I, I know I know about the book. I've not yet uh, got a chance to to read it yet because uh, I'm a bit behind in uh, on my books. It's more of an audio audio audible book. So uh, I will uh, I know I will catch up on it one day. So I suppose that's the way the consistency needs to be for myself uh, among other places. But yeah, it, it's 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 amazing to know that hey, you know, you can if you work on stacking those uh, habits, it is. It's, and I'm, when you were just saying that, I just like thought of my uh, early morning routine, even though it's not a routine, but it is something I just recognize that I'm doing it when I just come to the kitchen. I put my tea and I'm, I am getting water as well. And uh, uh, yeah, and then you reach for the bread and all that stuff. It is automatically happening, right? And those are the habits that have been created, which are being stacked upon each other and then continuously be been doing it. So if one day when I'm doing something else, my brain just stop me and like where am I I feel a little bit lost like okay I need to do something else now you know or am I doing something else so it's it's great to hear that if you're if you're creating new habits it's best to stack it with something so it doesn't feel like oh you are going out of your way to go there Uh, that just reminds me of people uh, like most of us uh, that think of going to the gym which is the hardest thing every I mean I, I, I myself as well uh, I'm challenged with that as well. So I'm not consistent there. Uh, but I love to go to the gym. But it is not stacked with anything that I just thought of now. So I need to stack it with something, whether like going before going to work or coming back from work and it's, it's on the way. Sometimes I do that, you know, before going to work, going to the gym and then go in. Sometimes I'm just too busy that I just drive past. I need to get to the to work and start my day. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a good thing that you just mentioned there. Um, so do you have uh, a certain um, routines or ritual that uh, you follow um, and that you're able to share with us? Yeah, absolutely. So what I, what I like to do is because I like to consume a lot of fruit. So I'll always have fresh apples out in a bowl on the island in my kitchen. I'll always have fresh fruit on the island because I don't want to go into the pantry to get something out of a bag or out of a box. I want to eat fresh fruits or vegetables. So similarly to you, if I could go back to your gym stacking, right? Put your gym bag right beside the door at night. So brush your teeth and then put your gym bag by the door. Or as you're turning off the lights, locking the door, check for your gym bag. So this way, when you get up in the morning, you've set yourself up for success. So as you leave, you pick up the gym bag, and then you're making a conscious choice to go to the gym or not to help solidify that habit. So that's just a suggestion that came to me while we were chatting. I I, I love that. Thank you very much. Yeah. So uh, for me, I'm up every morning at quarter to six, and I do a book study. I've been involved with book study since March of 2020, right at the beginning of lockdown. And so what I do is I get on with other people and we study books and it's always personal development books. And so how I set up my habit is that I made sure that there was other people that were going to be with me and not just one other person, because it's so easy for us to say, oh, you know what? You slept in, I'll sleep in too. But the chances that four or five people all want to sleep in is almost none. So when you know you're texting, you're like, okay, I'm opening up the Zoom room now, and people will come in and join you, and 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 then you'll you'll start developing this habit of reading a book or going for a walk or so. It really is about setting yourself up for success. So seeing your pitfalls in advance 
of what are the things that I could see that might get into my way when I'm wanting to study a book, wanting to get in shape or whatever. And then finding systems, creating systems to eliminate those things. So if it's an accountability buddy, if it's something that I've done is if I don't hit a goal by a certain day, then I'll donate money to a cause I don't believe in. That's a huge motivator, by the way. <laughs> so I've never had to donate money to a cause that I don't believe in. And I've hit my goals as well. So it's, a, it's great. Um, but I have my habits and they are actually taped onto my desk because I am a creature of habit. So I need to see things in front of me in order for me to remember them because repetition is a habit. So here I have you know, I, I read my goals, I listen to my vision contract, I have gratitude. And what's really cool is if you want to change your life with gratitude, and totally switch your day, turn on your timer for an hour. First thing in the morning, turn on the timer for an hour. At the end of the hour, practice gratitude, and then repeat the alarm and repeat it 12 times a day. It'll change your life. I promise you. Um, then I read something out of one of my favorite books. Uh, and then I have my meditation. And then I'm also writing down my goals every single day. So staying in intention throughout my day is really important to me. So in the morning when I get up, I have my book studies. I'm involved with two book studies from 6 a.m. to 7.15 a.m. And then typically I go for a soak in the hot tub just to relax and regroup and and I do some reading in there as well and then I'll start my day so I come into my office I write my goals I have my meditation I'm practicing my gratitude it's so important to stay connected to your goals throughout the day and something interesting that I was listening to this weekend is that we've and we're having a conversation about this so often we keep our goals separate from our life it's almost like this is my work goal, this is my life goal, and they are somehow separate. But everything is life. So how about we stop treating work as something that we need to get away from? How do we create more passion around what we are doing and how we are living and how fulfilled we feel? Just two weeks ago, I was telling my husband, why don't we decorate our home like a vacation home? It feels like a vacation home. So why do we need to decorate it like a regular house and not this bright, vibrant place that we would go to relax? And there's so much separation in the natural thought processes of people that it gets to be all one. This is our whole life. And it really begs the question of, how do I keep doing more of what I love so it feels like a life, not a living? That, this, is, this is so amazing that way you just shared that routine. And, uh, and I'd love to expand on the, the last bit that you were you're, you're saying. So, you know, um, I always say this work-life uh, ba uh, balance everybody talks about is it's, it's a, it's a, it's a concept great to talk about, but it's very difficult to actually achieve which then turns it into a myth, just because, as, as you said, you know, we, we try to then separate it every time. Oh, I've just come back from work. Uh, I'm going to switch off. So, oh, this is my balance now. Well, it's, that's not the balance. The work-life balance is that your work doesn't feel like work anymore to you. It's part of your life. 
And even if you have to work four hours, five hours, eight hours, whatever that is, uh, it's just part of your life. And you are able to do other things whilst you are working as well. Um, and this is something like very close to me in terms of, and when you were just saying, talking about all this, uh, it's something that I have as my vision and mission uh, that just came right at the front again uh, is to work with young entrepreneurs. And when I say young entrepreneurs, uh, it is age 12 onwards. Uh, I've done workshops uh, uh, with these uh, young people, um, you know, uh, doing after school activities, getting them to uh, learn about these things, uh, making that balance and conscious decisions. Now, it, I make it into a fun, so how to be an entrepreneur or how to launch your business or how to create a business plan. So, you know, they, they feel interested in it because every, every young person has a business idea at that age and they want to launch restaurants, they want to launch their jewelry and all and so forth. But the, 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 the base uh, of all of these workshops is always how to make these conscious decisions and what's behind driving all this. So the, the, the mission and the aim behind all this is, is to create these young entrepreneurs and people who are, when they reach our age in 30s and 40s, what we are trying to do now, they've already done all this in the, by the time they reach this age. And I sometimes do say to their parents, you know, by that age, they should retire. And now retirement means different, different things to everybody. For what I try to say is that they do not need to work for money anymore, right? So they, they're not working to pay the bills. They're not working to do anything. They, something has been created by that time and it's sustainable. And because it's part of their own life, it will not ever feel like work. Now they can do whatever they want, travel the world, whatever it is important to them uh, at that time, right? And do whatever they want. And that's the, that's the vision, mission and vision that I have at the moment that I'm trying to create, uh, expand onto the workshops that I've been doing with the schools and online. Uh, and you just brought it forward. I'll, I'll just voice it out here. <laughs> I, you know what? And I love that mission. I have a huge spot in my heart for young people as well. They're not taught how to make decisions. They're not taught how to think accurate thoughts. They're so busy wondering what everybody else is doing, how everybody else feels and comparing that against how they're feeling. Imagine if these great pioneers of industry and technology followed the rest of the crowd right? Imagine if that would have happened, then we wouldn't, we wouldn't be as far along as a society as we are. So really encouraging that independent thought, that accurate thought, and how to make a decision. That's beautiful. And I hope we get to talk about that too, um, off camera, but yeah, something that that maybe we can. Yeah, that would be so no, cool. That's definitely definitely. I, I love that. I mean, it, it's just the, what you just said there, and it, it just brought it forward. So uh, it feels like I'm getting closer and closer to what I'm trying to achieve out there. I'm, I am working with a few people, uh, but but coming back to your 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 journey, um, just take take us through a little bit more in terms of uh, when somebody wants to uh, work with you. So your uh, clients, what that journey looks like for them. Do you do group sessions or one to one? What what that could look like? Yeah, I, that's a great question. Thank you. Um, so right now we're developing something super huge and super secret. So if, if you want to learn more about it, it's something so incredibly transformational. Um, get in touch with me and I'm going to make sure that I send you some info. 
But um, so that is going to be group. But mainly I work with one-to-one and it really is that intimate, very connected relationship. And that's where we get to really get underneath. So walking the path of a client is um, a lot of people have never had a coach before and they don't really understand what it's like to have a coach or how to know if that's the right coach. Um, so can I just talk about that for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah because not every coach is going to be for you. You might get a really good feeling with one coach and not so great a feeling with the other coach. So the first thing I'd say is if ever somebody's looking for a coach to trust your gut, is this the person that I want to talk to and reach out to? And because you're going to be spending a lot of time together, you know, so um, figure out what you're looking for in a coach and ask some very direct questions and ask, you know, have you achieved the results that I'm looking to get? That's super huge. There's a lot of people that have not achieved the results that they're looking to get and they're coaching other people to get that result. So that's something super important for me because I am teaching and I am mentoring and guiding how to really master your thoughts so you could change your results. But it's not just change the result in one thing. It's changing the result for your entire life. If I were to tell you exactly where I came from and to where I am now, I literally need a telescope to be able to see how far I've come. Um, You know, I saw, I had severe postpartum depression after our first child was born. And so I saw a doctor and after sharing everything that I had gone through with him, he says, you are a miracle. You should actually be, and um, I, I don't share this story often. I don't know that I've ever shared it in an interview, but he says, you know, you should be a drug addict, alcoholic, abuser, in prison, something somewhere. And how you ended up here, I have no idea. And it's, but for the grace of the universe and, you know, my creator, my higher power that I'm here and I'm so grateful. So, and I could not have made this journey without a coach that guided me to where I got to be because for me I always wanted more time with my coach that's why whenever I have a call it's always two hours long because that is the time that we take to really get underneath what's going on it's not a 15 minute fix and getting underneath what's going on is what's going to lead to permanent transformation to really understand what patterns you're running in the background. What are the payoffs of why you're running them? Because there's, there's a payoff. There's always a payoff to what's going on. So we, we figure that out. And by figuring that out, we start to understand the patterns that you're running, how they're serving you or not. And then what you get to lean into what you get to to lean into to really step into your power and start living the life that you really want. Because most people, um, you know, they say that the, the, the places where the most dreams have gone to die or where, um, where um, it is basically cemeteries, there's more dreams in cemeteries than anywhere else. Right. And those are the dreams that are unlived. And I really, I don't want to die with the music still in me. And I say, I don't want to die with the book still in me because I'm writing books. And I don't want anybody to die with their music still in them either. 
So it's really uncovering, like, what's your magic? What's your purpose? What do you get to do? What do you get to create? Yeah, I, I, I love this. And, and thank you very much for, for, for sharing this and sharing your vulnerability here as well. Uh, so, uh, you know, I feel very honored for, for, by you, you're, you're sharing that uh, in this episode here. And there's uh, people watching now and, and listening uh, as well. Uh, there's, there was lots to take away uh, from just that story there already. Uh, you know, it's, it, it also makes me think now, this is all to do with, with the mindset, right? So it's, it's how strong is your mind? Um, I always say to everybody, right? The, your brain is the strongest muscle that you have in your whole body and nobody yet looks, looks after it. You know, we look after every other muscle that we can expand and grow and all that stuff, but never, never, never the mind or brain, let's say brain there, uh, because it can, it creates things for you if you are able to think of it, right? You know, the chair we're sitting on, the phones we're using now, it's, it is someone's thought, right? It's someone's idea. And it, where the ideas come from, it's a thought, right? And, and, and that's what it is. And we need, if you have a thought, as you said, if you have that music in you, so if you have that something inside you which needs to come out, whether that's, uh, whatever that is, if it needs creating, uh, for example, my mission and vision here is to do that. So it needs creating. So yeah, it, it will happen because I am going that, in that direction. So for everybody else as well, there is something which is deeply, deeply inside you. I'll recommend everybody to, to reach out to you. I can, I can definitely hear how you're helping uh, everybody. And you know, you're doing amazing things uh, already uh, by just making that shift uh, and getting use of that mindset uh, and I'm a, I'm a firm believer of mindset that um, a lot of things that I've done and it's, it's by having that strong mindset and creating myself into uh, for example scheduling everything all my my whole year is scheduled with different different stuff right uh, and because of that it was a not an easy habit to create but it just got created as well, I'm just thinking of it now I think it got stacked upon each other and then you before I know it, it was a habit. Now I've created that habit to schedule my life a year ahead of it. So I'm already preparing 2023, even though, you know, that's four months to go, but I'm already creating it. So it's, it's there. Uh, whether that happens or not happens that way, my mind is set on those events, those places, those things that needs to happen. And in between, it's, it's the flow that I've left for as well to happen, you know, so little freedom in there. But... Uh, that just reminded me of that, you know, so it's, it's a case of being strong with your mindset. You are able to do anything you set your mind to that, that came to my mind. Did you agree with that? Right. Oh, absolutely. As soon as you have that thought and you really give it feeling, it's going to inspire an action, which is going to influence your result. That's the pattern that it runs all the time. Thought, feeling, action, result. And one influences the other in a loop. So I totally agree with you with mindset. And can I share a story that, that I tell my clients as well? It's, it's just about GPS and, and, you know, having a focus on where you're going. Yeah, um, so, so something super interesting is we live in a place where we want validation. We want people to say, yes, you're headed in the right direction. We want the 
pats on the back that yes, you're doing good. Yeah, absolutely. Here's some assurance. And because with you planning your year out in advance, right, you're already working on 2023. That is so critical because then that means that you are focused on an end goal. Now, how you get from A to B, that plan doesn't need to be perfect. And that's what, that's what flubs people up a lot is that they think that they, have, they, that they have to have a perfect plan going from A to B. And here's the thing, positive feedback is silent. So when you are on your way from A to B, and let's say you get in your car and you, you, you turn on your GPS and you punch in an address, by the time you get to the location, what typically happens? with your GPS, you, what does your GPS say? Well, you are your destination, right? At the end. Yeah, right. And it just says, yay, you know, you're, you're, you're at the, <laughs> you know, it doesn't throw you a parade. It just says mm. ending route guidance and it shuts off. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, you know, have balloons, streamers along the path. It doesn't say you turned right, way to go rock star. It doesn't do any of that. But here's the thing is that as, as society, we're looking for people to say, you turned right, oh my God. And then the absence of that validation creeps in self-doubt. It allows in that self-doubt of, am I really on the right path? Where really what we could listen to, first of all, feedback, positive feedback is silent and negative feedback when we make a wrong turn with our GPS, right? It just says recalculating. Mm -hmm. That's all it says. It doesn't say, pull over, you're an idiot, you're too stupid to drive, give up your license, sell your car. It doesn't say that. It doesn't tell you to stop. It just says recalculate. So I love that you have that entire year planned out so you know exactly where you're going, but how you're getting there, it gets to be recalculated along the way. And so many people are so caught Something that I hear from clients all the time is they think they need a plan and they think they need a structure and they think it needs to be perfect. And yeah, they need a plan. Yeah, it'd be great if it had some structure, but even an unsound plan when you're consistent and persistent is going to get you to success. So that's what came up for me when you just talked about that. Yeah. That was that. That was an amazing share. No, thank you very much for 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 sharing that. That that is actually an amazing share. And I love the uh, you know the satnav uh, GPS uh, analogy there as well. I love that. Uh, if you don't mind, I might use it now and then sometime. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, absolutely. It's, it's amazing. It's it's great, and it, it's so relatable to me as well because uh, I love driving. So I was like, yes, that's exactly what. Uh, GPS does to me every time if I make a wrong turn. Uh, uh, sometimes it sounds annoying, but yeah, you know, but that, that's that, that's that's amazing. Um, we would be wrapping this up uh, shortly here. Uh, uh, is that something that you would like to tell everybody before we wrap uh, this episode up? This is something that I wish I would have known a really long time ago, and I only learned it maybe two and a half years ago. And that is, and I have balloons up written up on my board because I have a big four by six whiteboard in front of me that I do my planning on and, you know, and I have my inspirational quotes on. But when you have a dream, picture a balloon and that balloon is full of air and it's buoyant and it's bright and it's round and it's perfect and it's yours. Every single time 
you share that vision with someone, you're letting air out of your balloon. And it's becoming a smaller and smaller and smaller balloon until eventually doubt has replaced the air, fear has replaced the air, your uncle's son's sister's dog doesn't believe in what you're doing. They question your limitations based on their own. And so eventually you have this shriveled up balloon that you don't even remember why you were excited about. So Napoleon Hill says, tell the world what you intend to do, but first show it. So if there's something that I can share is that when you have a dream and a vision, share it with people who are going to hold your vision as high as they would hold their own. Don't share it with people who are naysayers. Don't share it with people who are haters. Don't share it with people who've never attempted to go after what you're attempting to go after. Guaranteed, you will hear voices from people that will tell you that they can't do it, that, that you can't do it. And they're not doing it on purpose. They're doing it to protect you a lot of times and they're doing it from love. And here's the thing is that you get to love that vision. You get to live that vision. You get to share it with people who believe in you. You get to share it with, create a mastermind, find people who can be accountability with you, who you can, I mean, when you have the power of the mastermind behind you, you're creating this alliance of people that believe that the, everybody is in harmony with one another. You may not be going after that one goal that you have, but you're each holding each other super high and you're lending each other expertise. So get a mastermind, reach out to me and I'll, I'll have a conversation with you about maybe who you need in your mastermind or who would be good to look out for because your vision deserves to come out in the world and there is nothing quicker that will end that vision than doubt. So doubt is something that you just can't afford to have. We wouldn't have airplanes. We wouldn't have gone to the moon. We wouldn't have a light bulb if people didn't have that persistence and that vision. And so you get to live your dream. So go and do it. Yeah. I love this. Thank you very much for, for closing this episode with such an amazing, amazing share there. Thank you very much. And everybody who is listening to this uh, episode uh, live on Instagram or uh, in podcast uh, a bit later on that is going to convert into, uh, if you had a, you know, an inspirational moment by by tuning in and listening to this uh, and it created a spark uh, all I will say to everybody now is that it's uh, your duty now to share this with uh, somebody else we shouldn't keep the inspiration or that spark just within us uh, the spark has been created to start the engine to start the fireworks to get you moving so we need to share this episode if it's, if it's created in you that spark, you need to share this episode to create that spark with somebody else because we don't know who's just woken up or gone to bed thinking of a better day. And that spark can just start that engine for them to come out of where they are at the moment. Um, Eileen, thank you very much. You are doing such an amazing, uh, amazing uh, job for creating this uh, wonderful space for everybody to get their mindset going and uh, pivot from where they, they are to where they should be. It's, it's such, a, such an amazing thing there. And anybody who wants to uh, connect with you, 
they can connect with you on, on Instagram and where else they can find you. Absolutely. Instagram, Facebook, my profile picture is the same. You can go to com. If you wanted, you can also click on the link tree and you can find a special gift for your audience at com slash gift. Amazing. So, yep, everybody, you've heard it. Uh, there's a gift there as well. If you want to just go on to the Instagram link uh, and there's a link tree link there and go on to that. Uh, Eileen, thank you very much. And everybody, thank you very much. We will see you next Tuesday. And thank you very much for your time as well, Eileen. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything that you do. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.